Well, first, I'd like to welcome our listeners to our very first ever Viking Voice podcast. So here we are. So here we are. It's it's nice to be in touch with people at, in, a, in a weird time where we all are kind of kept at our houses. So, Yep. And so for, for those of you that are listening, um, I'm sitting at my dining room table. It's Monday night, 842. The boys are in bed. In bed. We've had uh, our first day of um, homeschooling, uh, you could say. Uh, it was uh, a little different than teaching 14-year-olds. How about you, Mrs. Webb? I found it to be quite challenging. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, um, you know, I set an alarm. I thought like, okay, I got this. I'm a teacher. I know what I'm doing. I got like the schedule written, what we're going to do math at this time and writing at this time. <laughs> Let's just say by, well, probably about lunchtime, I threw the schedule out and I realized I'm going to have to be doing some revising of that schedule. Mm-hmm. But five-year-olds uh, do not listen uh, or follow directions as well as 14-year-olds. No. no, they do not. And sometimes they talk back with an attitude I'd like to mm-hmm. add. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what my boys were saying and doing today because it might shed a bad light on me. Uh, let's just say they're <laughs> some naughty little boys. We had a timeout. We had a timeout today, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't for me either, which was my biggest concern, but (laughs) that they were going to put you in a timeout. Yeah. I was kind of hoping like, can I get a timeout? (laughs) I'm feeling like I need a break. Uh, Well, we only had one, one, uh, one timeout today. We had a headbutt incident. Jude headbutted and blood was, blood was all over the tile floor. Um, Oh my. It, it wasn't like dripping out of his nose, but there was blood. So yeah, we drew blood on on, uh, on Corona break 2020 day one. Blood was wow. gone. We did not draw blood. We did. We had a fat lip from a hockey stick to the mouth. Ooh, yeah. So, that was a good one. Yeah. These are all things that would get you to SRC, but we don't have that at home. So. No. No, you have to live with these people 24/7. Yeah. Yeah. So well. The first thing I want to let people know is just how to access our podcast, because we will be hopefully publishing two episodes a week. We're hoping on Tuesdays and Fridays, and that will give you students an opportunity to connect with us and we get to hear what you're up to. We're going to try to do some fun things with it, give you some challenges, but essentially you can subscribe through Spotify, which I know a lot of you have. and when you subscribe to our podcast there's also an option for you to be able to call in and leave us a voice message so we want to hear from you we want to hear what topics you want us to talk about we want to hear what's going on in your life just don't be afraid to drop a note and say hello we've got um already there are well you know what i did mrs weibel i cannot figure out instagram i am still trying to like maneuver through this thing um, I yeah. accidentally deleted all the topics from yesterday that students sent in. So oh, no. I sent a new poll out about an hour ago and uh, we do have seven topics. Um, some of them I think we can talk about. Some of them I'm not sure if we're going to want to, but uh, it Instagram's okay. working really well. So we can talk about that in a little bit. Awesome. So let's talk about resources. People are at home right now. They might need some things that they have available through the community and the first one is meals so if you go to the hpsvikings.org hopkins homepage in the upper left hand corner there is a link it says march 13 2020 free student meal offering during the closure 
And so it gives a list, there's a schedule, there's different routes and depending on what route you're on, you will you can get a delivery at a specific time. So if you're somebody out there who is needing access to food, go to the hpsvikings.org website. There's a Google form to fill out and you can get access to those services. Pretty awesome. Um, just want to throw out there uh, CDs. Uh, downtown yeah. uh, Hopkins uh, offering a dollar uh, for sliced pizzas and uh, what what an awesome thing they're doing for students uh, I think it's anybody under 18 thank you to CDs uh, for jumping up and yes. helping us out in the Kerber family uh, it's pretty awesome yeah that's amazing and I, I'm sure a lot of people are utilizing that so that's awesome the other thing is many companies are giving free internet access so if you know somebody who does not have access to the internet in their home please call them or text them and let them know charter comcast at&t they're all doing some sort of discounted or, or free for you know 60 days or something they're all giving free internet to uh homes that don't have access to it especially due to finances. So that's another avenue where students can get the help they need and get access to that service. Did you read about it, Mrs. Weibel? I did not read a whole lot about it. I saw a lot of teachers posting. Is it like if you have a phone line coming into your house, they will set you up with internet or how is that? Did you read any details? Because I did not. That's a great question. Um, I think in terms of Comcast, it's called internet essentials coach francis had sent out uh, something on facebook earlier that it was through like spectrum um but i didn't read i didn't read the article and i, and I probably should have but people are going to want to know obviously how to get free internet if they don't have it now so so i know that on i, I visited a few of the pages just to kind of look into it a little bit i know that there is a way where you can put in your address and it will tell you if they can access that service at your home. Okay. If nothing else, at least I think it's worth a phone call. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I don't have the details on well, that. Well, we can look that up. And we'll, we, I'll send it out to the Instagram account. I'm making it Okay. I'll also, um, everything that I'm trying to post, and I'll get to the Instagram account here in a little bit, but everything that I'm posting on Instagram, uh, I'm going to work really hard to get uh, also up on Google Classroom. Um, so that if you've got access to that, um, all of this uh, material, these things that we're talking about, we're going to try to keep uh, updated uh, as best we can. Um, so Google Classroom and Instagram, as far as uh, as far as I go, is a good place to go for resources. Yeah, that's great. And then the other thing is, if there's anybody out there who is still wanting access on COVID-19, the illness that's driving all of these closures, there is the CDC website, and there's also the Michigan Department of Health. And both of those sites have information on the virus. So if you have questions and you're not sure, like, what symptoms should I look for? What should I do if I have a loved one who needs to get tested? What about traveling on my spring break trip? Is that still allowed? You can always access that through the CDC, cdc.gov, or the Michigan Department of Health. So, Mrs. Weibel, I heard um, a, a thing about the CDC today. They, they sent out a recommendation, or this was according to a friend of mine. They, they said, um, according to this friend, 
that um, that men should shave their beards. Did you hear about this? I did hear you about did. it. I did hear about it. So yes. I, I was I was a little nervous. You know, I was um, I was feeling my beard going. Wow, I don't. I was thinking of growing the beard out. And uh, um, I, I, my second thought was to James uh, Machen uh, because that glorious <laughs> beard that he has at school. You know, if he had to shave it, it would be really it'd be tragic. So James, if you're listening, yeah. this is all fake news. You don't have to shave <laughs> your beard. I looked it up. Uh, it's totally <laughs> fake news. It's not a real story. Uh, it talked about um, the CDC talked about if you're wearing a mask that uh, like shaving your beard might be helpful, but there was nothing I could find on the CDC website that talked about actually having to shave your beard. So James, if you're out there listening or if somebody can get this message to him, utmost important. Do not have to you shave. don't have to shave James. Well, I'm sure that's going to be a relief. I'm, I know it's a relief to you. Oh, it is for sure. Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Their website is michigan.gov slash MDHHS. They have a section on COVID-19 as well. My students out there know that I have weirdly been obsessed with tracking the numbers of COVID-19 in the nation and in the state. And I just want you to know, I have continued that tradition in my planner. I have a line for the U.S. and a line for Michigan. And I have continued tracking the numbers of cases every day. So at the beginning of the day, I write down how many cases in our state and in the United States of America. So just kind of a obsession of mine right now. We have 54 cases in Michigan. Do we, do we, um, do we have numbers on how many people were actually tested? In the state of Michigan, there is a chart on the MDHHS site, but it looks like they switched to only a chart of confirmed cases, which is very interesting. I've been pulling it up on my phone every morning and it's had all of it, like how many were tested and how many were found to have it. And the chart on their main page now is only confirmed cases in the counties that those are in. Yeah, the numbers are rising. Um, You know, this was, um, this is something that if you've been paying attention to this story, uh, the numbers are kind of going up exponentially every day. And uh, there's rightfully, you know, some fear out in the communities. Um, This is a serious issue, you know, we, we're obviously trying to um, throw some jokes out there about this um, and, and kind of keep this podcast lighthearted. But, um, you know, this is really serious and, and people are, are pretty frightened, you know, from from parents and grandparents to 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 kids. Um, as I told you guys uh, before we left, you know, we're going to see our way through this. Uh, but this is a challenge like um, we have not faced as a nation in a really long time, certainly since September 11th. Um, but but I, I would dare to say going back even further in history uh, to to some other uh, events earlier in uh, the 1900s. So um, th- this is serious stuff. We need to treat it that way. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, it, it feels really you almost feel like you're not really living it. You just kind of keep, I just keep saying to myself every day, like, wow, is this real? We really, you know, as they close more things, 
And I don't want to, um, we got to talk about toilet paper hoarding in a yeah, moment, that's, but um, that's on our list. you know, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to increase the fear. There's really, the purpose of this stuff is not to instill fear in people. It's just, you need to follow the guidelines so that we can protect people. That's all. And it's easy to get caught up in the kind of anxiety and fear of it just because it's all we're hearing about all the time. And every hour, you know, you get a new update from a new press conference. You know, even today we had a press conference from uh, the president. We had a press conference from the Pentagon and we had a press conference, um, I think, from the governor. So, I mean, that's in one day. So you start listening to these and it kind of gets your your anxiety up and for me the biggest thing is not that i have any anxiety over the illness itself it's just that for many of us the routine and structure of our day that has provided security that being gone i think just makes me feel more anxious yeah so and there there are some things that we can do to help that Mr. Crook sent out a great email. I don't know if you checked that out, mm-hmm. but he talked about all sorts of tips of how to kind of get through this and and not let the fear and anxiety sort of take over. Things like keeping a routine. You know, I'm going to set an alarm every day, Monday through Friday, and just kind of make sure I'm getting up at the same time, make sure I'm going to bed at the same time. Just keeping a routine can kind of help. Mm-hmm. Keeping in contact with other people. He talked about making sure that even though you're apart you're still socializing with others which is really important which this is a great way to do it and social media you know fortunately we have that and we're not we don't have to write snail mail right can i can i bring up something on this, yeah. this topic so yeah absolutely you know, Jess, uh my wife brought up something here and I, I was just kind of talking to her about hey we're doing this podcast what do you think we should talk about and um there's when you look at at um, social media, you're hearing a lot about social distancing, and we really need to change this wording. Social distancing is is really not the right wording we need to use. We need to use the word physical distancing uh, because we have we are social beings. Like we have got to uh, remain that way. And um, in a little bit, when we talk about maybe some innovations that are coming and uh, I talk about FaceTime you know people need to hear your voice Uh, if you have technology where you can you can do like a video conferencing type of thing um, which I'll share a free one with you here in a little bit Um, but we 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 are physically apart but we we can't lose our social structure and uh, we need to be reaching out to our friends we need to be reaching out to our families uh, and just just staying in touch just kind of a funny thing I read today it was somebody had posted it to Facebook it was like a meme and it said introverts put your book down and check on your extrovert friends they're not okay (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) I loved it I thought that's so true because for some people it's like finally it's you know the joke that I've been preparing for this my whole life to be forced to stay home and isolate but we don't really need to isolate like that's not our goal here yes i think i think her point was great to physically distance but don't cut off those social relationships you need those so the other thing is i npr just put out this playlist that you can listen to (laughs) on spotify is it oh so it is on spotify Uh, already we can listen to it without having to create it 
Yes, it is called Isle of Calm. Isle, I-S-L-E, Isle of Calm. And they put together this this web or a playlist of soothing music to help you bring your anxiety down. I'll probably be tapping into that. I haven't listened to it yet, but that's on my list of things to do. Yeah, so th- that's a good segue for me to just talk just for a couple minutes about some free things that... Um, um, that you can go out and get if you're if you're struggling and listen we, we all have anxiety right now um, to varying levels uh, a lot of cortisol going through everybody's bodies um, and those of you that have taken my stress uh, management class uh, have learned about this but our body is is constantly right now releasing all kinds of hormones and, and um, you know it, it senses this is a it's a scary time um, and we need to just uh, find a way to get into the moment um, and, and, and remember um, that, that you're okay, that, that, that you're breathing and everything is going to be fine. Um, and we've got to find a way to calm down our old brains. Um, so there's some free resources out there. Um, for those of you that, uh, that I haven't shared this with, there is uh, headspace.com um, offers free trials and really just free guided meditations. They offer uh, free um, body scan meditations to help you fall asleep, um, soothing music, noise machines, um, things like that. Um, so that's headspace.com. Uh, calm.com is another one that offers quite a bit of free uh, things. If I know for, for Headspace, they've lowered their price. Now, I'm hoping that I start seeing, and Mr. Cook and I were, were texting about this earlier, I'm hoping that we see some more of these companies uh, go to free for students. Um, we're, the Headspace is normally $70 a month. They brought it down to $9.99 uh, for, a, I'm sorry, for a whole year, not for a month. In Calm right now, if you try to sign up as a student, they there's not even an option because I think they're working on some kind of deal. But there is so many tools and so many applications and websites to, to help you manage that anxiety and that stress that I'm going to be pushing those out through uh, Instagram as well as um, Google Classroom and email. Uh, so look for those uh, soon. Yeah, we, we don't want you at home feeling stressed out, anxious, and feeling like you've got nowhere to go. So those are some great resources. Please, please use them if you're feeling like you need something or if you're having, um, if you're struggling at home. Mm -hmm. So can we talk about patience for a little bit, Mrs. Weibel? Uh, yeah. Because I, I feel like just being home the last three days, um, you know, we are with our family and we're, we're in a, you know, a fairly contained area and, and there's, um, there's, there's going to be tension. I mean, we're, we're going to be in this situation for a while. And I just wanted to mention, you know, when, when you go to talk to family members and things, let's all remember to just be patient with each other and, and also be patient with yourself. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and don't get too frustrated uh, with yourself during this time. Uh, so it's, it's important to be nice to yourself uh, during this time as well and be patient with those around you as well as uh, with your own brain. That's a good point. It is, you know, my husband, Dan, worked almost a full day. I think he probably worked until two o'clock this afternoon. And from here on out, until he's told otherwise, he's gonna be probably working home remotely. And so today I navigated 
teaching my own children who don't listen to me anyway <laughs> and trying to change hats, mm-hmm. right? Which is really hard to do. And now tomorrow I'm going to have my husband home with me too. And he's going to be trying to get work done and I'm going to be trying to get work done and the kids are going to be trying to get work done. And so there's going to be a learning curve and there's going to be an adjustment period just because this is all new to everybody. I I couldn't agree more. Uh, Luckily, uh, I have have a similar situation. Jess is home. Uh, She works from home normally um, and her boss has been uh, kind of in that same situation. So it, I like how you, you said changing hats. That was a, that was good. Yeah, it is. It, you have to kind of, it's a whole different way of, you know, becoming, I've become instead of a parent, I'm supposed to be a teacher, but they still are. They're not seeing me as a teacher. They're seeing me as a parent. And so it's hard to kind of, how do you navigate that switch over? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think we should talk about what what's the silver lining here? Mm. What do we have? What are the good things that are going to happen as a result of this? Because I think there is going to be a lot of good that does come out of this situation ultimately. Oh my gosh! What do you? Th- I I am seeing it everywhere, and you know, through any if you look at history, anytime there is a challenge, uh, anytime you know, especially when uh, people are under pressure. Um, there's a threat of some kind. Um, humanity always rises, and we see it over and over and over again. Uh, we were texting uh, Mrs. Weibel about um, uh, was it Shakespeare wrote yeah. Macbeth um, wrote what was the other one that you said he wrote King Lear. King Lear. Um, I think he also wrote a Julius Caesar play. Uh, all while in quarantine uh, during the the plague. Um, yeah, you know that's just one example. There are so many. Um, most of them, sadly, are during wartime. Um, but we see just this huge uh, innovation uh, in this innovative period with when humanity rises. Um, and you know, I found a couple of examples already. So in Italy, uh, where they're facing some of the some of the biggest challenges around the world. Um, for, for a number of reasons, um, they're, they're short on, on ventilators, which is, you know, an instrument to help people breathe. And one yes. of the things they're missing in the, these ventilators to complete them is a little valve. And they've taken 3D printers and they started printing these valves with the 3D printers. And that has just sped up the whole manufacturing of these ventilators. And that, yeah, they actually took the printer right to the hospital and was printing them on. They were printing them on site. Oh, did you saw this too? I did. I read the article about it. Um, I saw the pictures of them. It was just fascinating. And it was like that first moment where I looked at it and I said, you know what? This is awesome. Like, you're going to start seeing that kind of innovation and that kind of thinking come out during this, um, you know, the next few weeks and months. Absolutely. I think a lot of it is going to be people, you know, being at home and having to sort of entertain yourself. You can't even go to the movies anymore, right? Those are all closed mm-hmm. now. Um, you're you're going to have to entertain yourself somehow. And I think there's also an opportunity for family connection. There's an opportunity for learning new things. You know, I thought, gosh, I've always wanted to learn, you know, think about playing an instrument or something, 
something that you've always wanted to learn that you just thought I don't have the time for mm -hmm. well you're, you've got a month here to kill mm -hmm. and so the creativity that could come out of that the self-expression the new skills you could come out of this having I think we're gonna see that in the long term there are some pretty innovative people out there doing some really cool stuff mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and I, and I also you know when, when we talk about kind of long-term effects of, of this I, I noticed it the other night I was talking to my mother-in-law which you know uh, I get along okay with my mother-in-law um, but she's a mother-in-law you know um, and we talked yes. on FaceTime for about 25 minutes we talked about a George Washington documentary um, we, we just had a great conversation and um, you know, I could really see that this kind of face-to-face um, -face communication uh, is going to be something that, that I think becomes more pre prevalent in our society. Um, and I know this company, Zoom, since we've been talking about free things, uh, this company, Zoom, Z-O-O-M.com, is offering um, free, like, face-to-face you know, video uh, uh, communications. And you can do multiples. You can do like a whole group. So my wife has a book club every month on Sundays um, or once a month uh, on a Sunday. And they decided to do it on Zoom. And uh, yesterday, uh, Jess went down to the basement and I could, I could hear eight uh, women talking about this book. Um, and it was it was something pretty awesome. So uh, zoom.com uh, if you want to find a free way to get in touch with friends and stuff like that if you have you know the internet available to you. Yeah, that's awesome and that's going to be so important too for people to interact with one another. It is, I will tell you, it makes a difference when you're talking to somebody to be able to see their face. You know at the beginning you mentioned like it's so nice to hear voices. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's, there's something about seeing somebody's face and having that face-to-face -face interaction that is just really important to socializing. I think that's a great resource to use. Can I tell you another little story about my mother-in-law? Yes, please do. Because we're going to talk about what we're watching. And, and uh, we want uh, students, we want to hear what you're watching. Uh, I want to see what you're up to. I'm, I'm getting a taste of it on, on Instagram, which I probably should mention. The Instagram account that I set up for the eighth grade is Scudders underscore uh, class. So if you if you search Scudders underscore class, um, you'll you'll get my account, and it's been really good so far. But I wanted to talk about my step my so my mother in law while we were talking on, on uh, FaceTime yesterday, she mentioned I said, well, what are you watching? And she says, well, I'm watching Homeland, which is on Showtime, and I've never seen it before. Um, but I said, okay. well, I said, you're binge watching it. And she says, yes. I said, well, how much binge watching? And I'm not, please students, I am not advising you to do this, but my mother-in-law is 70 years old and I'm not kidding. She said she watched Homeland until 7 a.m. in the morning on oh, Thursday. My she pulled an all-nighter. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I could not believe it. It was, um. It was pretty incredible. And it just, it made me think of, you know, the older folks are a little nervous too. 
you know, that's not normal behavior for, for my mother-in-law. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. I mean, binging is cool. Oh, man, 7 a.m. I thought that was unbelievable. When did she start? I don't know. You know what? I should have asked her that. I was laughing so hard that she pulled an all-nighter and she's 70 years old that I didn't even think to ask that. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah, my mother-in-law um, works in a dermatologist's uh, office as a nurse, and she was sent home mm. today, and they were closed. I will probably be spending a lot of quality time with my mm-hmm. mother-in-law, which is fine, mm. which is fine. We're going to go outside, I told her. We'll go out, we'll walk in the open air. Get out in nature, kids. It's really important. <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. <laughs> Holy cow. So you you live in a pretty cool neighborhood. Are you guys doing any kind of scavenger hunts in your neighborhood? Have you created anything over in the uh, in the village there? We haven't. You know what we have discussed? The possible cancellation. This has not been discussed at all by any officials, but we're speculating that Riverbank mm. Run will probably be canceled. Oh, I know. I'm... And. My husband, Dan, has been training for his first 10K and sharing a lot about his training with everyone. I I heard he's losing quite a bit of weight and he's, you know, he's got to get new clothes and stuff. Yes, he's, he's very excited about his progress and he's done well. I'm very Mm -hmm. proud of him. He's, he's kicking Mm -hmm. butt, but it will be devastating if this run is canceled. And we talked about making our own 10k through the village and having neighbors come out and like hold up signs for him while he runs it you know and cheer Mm -hmm. him on is he gonna run it is he gonna run it by himself i think we could probably find some people around who would probably want to run it (laughs) he he has discovered other runners through his discussions at work with people about his training and Mm -hmm. so i'm sure he would he would be able to recruit some fellow mm. runners. I will not be one mm. of them. I I will not be running it. Yeah. I'm much better at, I'm much better at encouragement <laughs> and holding the time. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Speaking of scavenger yeah. hunts though, we, you know, Mr. Scudder and I have been talking about how can we involve you guys in something kind of fun um, and put a challenge out there. We've been talking about how everybody's at home. You don't have a lot of places you can really go anymore and you're limited to your resources. So we have a challenge for all the eighth grade students out there listening. And we would like you to using only what is in your home, only what what would be common, Common common items in your home, we would like to see who can come up with the most fun game. Yes. It does not have to be like a board game. It could be anything. So give them some examples, Mr. Scudder, of other things people have done. I am really fascinated right now by marble racing. I don't know if you've seen marble racing, but um, this has been going on apparently for a couple of years, but it's been a bit underground. And now that, uh, that that people have been contained, marble racing is taking off. And the one I watched last night, and, and this was mesmerizing, without sports right now, uh, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of sports fans that are struggling. And I found myself watching a race with marbles on a beach, and I was cheering for the light blue one. 
um, to go in, in the, he, he almost won. He got like 10 feet from the end and the brown one like smacked him and then took it over. So oh. marble racing is really like that's an example of a game. So I don't understand though how, how do they race them? What is the what's the so setup? A dirt tra- so if you're on the beach, this this particular race was on the beach, but you could really make it so- out of cardboard or something in your house. Um, sure. I've got Hot Wheels tracks. Maybe I think our the boys and I will probably be getting into some marble racing soon. Um, but the one I watched, it was on a beach, and they've got beach sand, and it's kind of sloped downhill, and they had carved out tunnels, and occasionally the tunnels would split off into two, and then they'd reconnect, and that's where my my blue marble, you know, got bumped away. But um, so uh. they're just they're basically they launch ten marbles, and you pick a marble that's your favorite, and then you you watch it race down the track. It, it, it was quite entertaining. That is interesting. So that's the kind of thing, you know, get some cardboard or something like that. You could make a marble race. The other thing I'm seeing a lot of is ping pong balls. Uh, I'm seeing people do some amazing things with ping pong balls. Um, there, there was a, there was a, a few guys that threw a ping pong ball over an arch and they had like a cup on the other end. It was a total blind throw and it bounced down uh, off the wall, hit the stairs and then it went in the cup. Um, those are simple ones. We want to see how creative you guys can get and come up with something new using everyday items. So that's the challenge. How do we yeah. want them to send it in? Well, I think um, there's two ways they could submit these to us. One is they could submit through an Instagram post, right, to your Scudder's class Scudder Instagram. Class. Yes. The other way is if they want to email a clip or a photograph to us with a description mm-hmm. of it they could do it that route as well yeah i think that, that those are excellent ideas yep what we'd like you to do is send us your best stuff by i would say over the next two days i'd like to be able to review them and kind of report out on our friday episode what people have sent in yeah what do I you think, think that's a great idea are we are we having a prize for the? Are we gonna vote on the best one, or are we just gonna do this for fun? That's a good we, idea. We could send them maybe a roll of toilet paper as a prize. I mean, that's kind of like the golden <laughs> ticket right now, right? Yeah, we could. We could send a roll we of toilet paper. Nail the that. roll of toilet paper. You know, I saw a funny meme, and it said, "Back in my day, toilet paper was so abundant you would drape it over your enemies' houses." <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. That was really good. <laughs> Which brings up, thank you for saying that, Mrs. Weibel. We also want your memes. So we, we, uh, I was just looking at our list here. We want to see the most creative memes you can make as well. So f- please, if, if you're into making them, send them to the Instagram account, send them to Google Classroom, email them to us. Uh, we would love to see uh, funny memes, especially the ones related to we- Hopkins and, and us. If you can, please uh, make it an original. I want to see what you can yes. come up with. There are There's a ton of funny stuff out there that we've seen, but what's been on your mind? What has been um, lifting you up lately that you thought is funny? I want to see what you can make. Uh, make us laugh. Make everybody Definitely. laugh. Yeah. We could use a good chuckle. Yes, absolutely. And you know, um, I'm kind of just going through the list here. I kind of want to call out a couple people um 
first, um, I want to thank uh, the people on Instagram that have helped me kind of navigate this thing. I am, I'm really feeling my age, Mrs. Weibel. Um, just, I have screwed up like three stories on Instagram. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, somehow I created this poll here of, you know, what we should talk about. But um, I want to thank Haley Harnish, uh, especially for kind of showing me the way in the beginning, um, as well as the other uh, people that have kind of helped me along and showed me like little, little, just little secrets to make it look, look nice. Uh, so thank you to those of you uh, that have done that. Um, also, Mrs. Weibel, if I could, we missed some birthdays. Oh, yes. We have to call out the birthdays. These these poor students, they, they didn't get to come to school on their birthday and hear it from us I in know. person. And, uh, there's a lot of birthdays. Like this week alone is probably the biggest week for birthdays of the whole year. Um, so a couple birthdays. Ky- Let's Kylie's hear. birthday uh, was Saturday, the 14th. Uh, Reed's birthday was Saturday. Happy birthday, Reed. Uh, Sunday, holy cow. Jason and Natalie uh, Thompson. Mm. Uh, it was their birthday. Paladin's birthday uh, was yesterday. Happy birthday to them. And uh, today, Caitlin's birthday. And Travis's birthday. Happy birthday, students. Um, and I think we don't have any St. Patrick's Day birthdays, but... You know, there was a there's a couple just random things um, I wanted to to just kind of wrap up with. Um, you know, students. You know, there are uh, every every age group right now is a little got a little bit of anxiety. Everybody's a little bit nervous right now. We don't know. This is pretty unknown uh, charted territory. But uh, you're going to be fine. Um, you're going to see your way through this, as I've told you before we before we left. But. There's a lot of anxious adults and, and grandparents and, and older folks in our lives. And you know what? They'd love to hear from you. So um, pick up the phone, you know, even if it's to say, hello, how you doing? Uh, some people might be a little bit scared. You know, yes, older people do get scared and nervous. Uh, so maybe give them a call and just reach out and tell them you're there for them. Um, and, and some might not even be aware of, you know, kind of the severity of what's happening. Uh, right now, my my grandmother, who's 83 years old, um, is still insistent on going out to the grocery store and living, you know, her normal life. And, you know, normal life is changing a bit. Uh, we're going to get through this, everybody. But, uh, you know, keep in touch with uh, with the older people in your life. Yeah, good point. Reach out. Reach out to them. They'll really appreciate it. And if you don't if you don't pick up the phone, write a letter, something, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, just check in. It's worth checking in on people at this time. Yeah. So I have one last yeah. thing I was thinking of, and this is for Gabby. If she's listening, mm-hmm. I asked her months ago, this is my fault, I asked her to design some artwork for our podcast cover. And so Gabby you're listening and i will email you send me something so then i'll get it well, up on our I, page you know today gabby's been at the beach um so being on instagram i thought with her yeah, job so i gotta tell you i am this is so fun because i get to see students in a different way i get to see probably what they're more like than sitting in the classroom and uh i, I get to see yeah. see what they're up to and gabby um and nick were at the beach today uh taking pictures so um Gabby, I hope you had fun at the beach. We look forward to seeing your art. 
there's some yeah. other uh, just random things people wanted us to talk about. Some of these I don't I don't think oh, we'll yeah. be able to talk about Fortnite. Can you talk about Fortnite? Oh my gosh, I know zero about Fortnite. So, I, I don't know much, but I can tell you this, and I think um, because I've seen Dan's post on Facebook, your husband, um, that you guys have been doing a little gaming over there. We have, we have, yeah. yes. Um, Dan got out the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. system, and so we have been playing, well, obviously we've been playing right. Mario. We've been playing that, yeah. Um, but then the other thing is, Evan is playing hockey and football so my husband actually got it out and we're we got it it works we only have one controller we've ordered more because that's just what's going to happen over the next month is we're going to be playing a lot of super nintendo but um he loaded hockey up and he selected the red wings and evan said why'd you pick the red wings they suck and and dan's like Buddy, this was like in the 90s. They were, they were, they were really greatest. good. Yeah. So it's just funny. We've had a lot of fun with that generational difference. Mm-hmm. Pulling out our games, our old games. It's been kind of fun to yeah, pass that so on. We're, we're going to try it. My kids um, are a little bit little bit younger than yours. Um, but we ordered um, yesterday on Amazon a... It's just a little wireless, uh, old school Nintendo controller, and there's a plug-in for the TV where you can play all the old games. So, uh, just like you were oh, going to cool. play Mario and all that kind of stuff uh, to fill some time. Um, so anyway, thought I'd bring that up. Um, yeah, let me think of something else. Um, before we go on to the next topic, you brought up a good point with this Amazon. Yeah. You know, what else have you purchased because of this hiatus from Amazon, what did you purchase that you're like, I need this to get me through the next month's Amazon's answering for me? Are you are you asking me or are, you, are we asking students? Yes. No, I'm, I'm asking you and students. I mean, what's, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. I'm also interested in hearing what students have to say on that. What, what have you purchased in your desperation from Amazon yeah. over the weekend? So- um, uh, you, you're not off the hook here either because we want to hear from you. Um, no, so I'm I will share. I'm my list right now. I just pulled up my Amazon list. Uh, first up, uh, as a lot of you guys know out there, uh, we're in the transition of getting getting our house ready to um, sell so we can move closer to Hopkins uh, so I don't have a 50-minute commute uh, both ways. Um, so we're getting this house ready to sell, which is a whole lot of stress uh, for, for my wife and I, obviously, with the situation. I don't know if anybody's going to come looking through our house, um, but we've ordered a fan um, that I have to install, um, a register for like my living room. Uh, what else have I? Oh, just, you know what? Like I have a faucet that's broke, so I had to like it's mostly home improvement stuff. That we've, that we've ordered. Okay. Um, I ordered some blister uh, band-aids because as uh, your husband is a runner, I am as well, and I'm getting blisters. Uh, so I had to get some band-aids. Uh, razors to keep um, this, this beautiful chrome dome uh, looking sharp. Um, and then Hot Wheels tracks. We are really into Hot Wheels here at the Scudder House. And uh, I ordered about 15 more feet of Hot Wheels tracks. 
yeah, that's a, a good couple one. other books too. Like I'm in, really into the band Oasis right now, so I ordered a biography about them. Oh, a new basketball hoop, um, like the net. Uh, so a lot of home improvement stuff. Uh, a couple, a couple fun things. Okay. How about you? I have purchased three items since last week. The first was also a book. Um, I purchased the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's like a personal memoir and uh, about women. And then the the other two purchases were strictly impulse buys in desperation to get me through the next four weeks. One is a large box of Lego classics. Mm-hmm. Your, your love of so Lego. I added I two. Yes. Yes, we have been watching the Lego Masters show together, me and my boys, and they are amazed by all the cool things they built. So I felt like we didn't have enough. So I purchased another box of Legos. And then the other thing is, I don't know why, but I think this will come in handy. I got a 10-pack case of Play-Doh. So I thought, you know, that'll keep them busy. Maybe not for a month, but... You know, every now and then, that'll be good to pull out. So those were my only three purchases so far, but I'm sure there will be more. How, now, how do you feel about the Lego Masters destroying all of their art? The, they, they make these beautiful things, and then they take a baseball bat and destroy them or throw them off of a of a uh, of a roof. Like, well, how? What do you feel about that? For clarification, that was only in one oh. episode. Did mm. they do that? Okay, so they don't destroy them at the end of every episode, which the the preview for that kind of makes it look like it, but that was, no, it was only in the that was episode. the space episode, right? So okay. yeah, and they had to they had different methods. So like some of the things they drew, what method their creation was going to be destroyed by. So some of them drew baseball bat. Some of them drew a dropping. Some of them blew up. They like wired them with explosive and exploded oh, I them. Okay. So. And it broke my heart, honestly, to be fully honest. All that work, I can't ever imagine destroying it. Now my son, who built, he builds things and takes them apart and rebuilds them all the time. And I spent hours building Harry Potter sets and now they're like Spider-Man's in there and they're all mixed up and he's got, I just cringe looking like, Spider-Man can't go to Hogwarts, it's not right. But. Yes, I, I get it. So. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Well, that was actually one so, of the questions. Like, how one of the questions on Instagram was, "How are you going to spend a month away from school?" And it sounds like Legos and Play-Doh and uh, children um, uh, are going to take up a lot of your time. Yes, my my son's teacher. He's in first grade. She gave us today the daily assignments. So it was like a list of six things that he had to do. And so I'm awaiting tomorrow. What will she send? So I was kind of things for just today. Yeah. So it was it was science. There was an assignment for science, religion, math, spelling, writing. Are we horrible teachers because we haven't been sending a bunch of homework out? I don't think our students right now are feeling bad about that. They're they're (laughs) nervous because when I look at uh, the responses on Instagram. Um, we've got one from Sam Scons here. Uh, homework and what's going to happen uh, after break and during it. So they're, they're itching yeah. to know, are we going to start overwhelming them with work? 
I would say I'm not going to overwhelm them, but I will be sending them little things mm-hmm. to do. Nothing crazy. Nothing right. crazy. Keep in mind that you and I are we're working. I said this earlier. I feel like I'm working three jobs. I'm trying to keep my household running. I'm teaching my own kids and I want to connect with my own students. So there's a lot going on in this adjustment, but I will definitely be sending some things out for them to yeah, do for I sure. Yeah, I think as we get get on, you know, the next couple of weeks, I think there's going to be a settling period. And um, honestly, I think in a couple of weeks, people are going to probably want some things to do to keep the, their minds active. So um, we're not going to overwhelm you uh, right away, maybe later, uh, but I think we'll start slow. Any other topics, any other questions from our listeners? Um, you know, they want us to talk about TikTok, but I'm too old, I feel like, for TikTok. I've, I've never really seen TikTok before. Do you do you know about TikTok? They want us to talk about that. I know of TikTok. I have been putting off getting involved and submersing myself in mm-hmm. TikTok, but maybe that's something I need to do over the next maybe couple we weeks. Maybe we need to embrace it. It might be time. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll let you do that first. I'm already, let me navigate the, uh, the Instagram first. Uh, maybe, that's their, maybe that's their challenge for us. <laughs> what are you going to get us walking into? Oh, no. Uh, I know. I know. I um, the other thing, and you know, this is a little bit serious. And I, um, it, uh, somebody asked, and I can't tell who this is by the name. Uh, but they asked about sports, like the coronavirus affecting uh, MHSAA sports, uh, um, mm-hmm. which leads me to two things. You know, it's really, it's really heartbreaking. Uh, you know, for a lot of a lot of students, uh, high schoolers, and I know there's going to be some high schoolers listening to this, that sports got cut short. You know, the the postseason mm-hmm. was cut short. Um, so I feel for those 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 student athletes, but I also. You know, I, I was reading um, Ellie Duchesne's note today about the play. And there's so many students yeah. that work so hard practicing, you know, on a daily basis to get ready for this play. And a lot of them, you know, I know the main cast is, is seniors. And um, to have them, you know, not be able to do this is it's heartbreaking. So my, I, I, my thoughts uh, go out to you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know what to say other than I'm sorry. And, um, you know, I, I hope at some point maybe there's a way for you to share with us what, you, what you've done. But um, what do you think about that, Mrs. Weibel? Well, okay, I have a couple of thoughts. Number one, um, my sister, my older sister is a teacher in Portland and her group just put on their show they did little Mm -hmm. shop of horrors and thursday was opening night and they canceled school friday and canceled the show oh my god so they got one performance in and then it was canceled and you know i i feel terrible for these students who have been looking forward to this you know there's going to be a lot of disappointments during this time and it's okay to be really upset about that. We all know that these cancellations were for the best in terms of the greater good. 
but that doesn't necessarily take away that loss. That's okay to grieve that loss. That's a really big disappointment. As a, as a person in a different time in my life, I can tell you that those moments are not gone forever. You are going to have more of those moments in your future. This is not the end all be all. It's done. You're going to carry those skills and that talent further on. And there will be opportunity for you to showcase that. And you'll be back on top again. I promise it just really sucks in the moment. And I feel, I feel for them. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. You know, a lot of this obviously sucks, but, um, we, we are going to see our way through this. Um, and, uh, yeah, totally agree. So on that note, I just want to remind people, subscribe to the, our podcast on Spotify. We're hoping we will be back again on Friday with a new episode for you. In the meantime, we want to hear from you. Make sure you call in and leave us a message. Send us some topic ideas and please don't forget our challenges to you. We want to see what kind of funny memes you can come up with surrounding this whole situation. And we'd love to see what games you can come up with to entertain yourself using your regular household yep. goods. And and also if you if you um, maybe went past the part where we where we talked about you know, food delivery and internet services and things like that. Don't be afraid to reach out to us. Uh, if we forget to post something, um, send us send us questions and, and we'll get back to you right away. We're here for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we miss we you. We miss you so much. Uh, absolutely. So this is strange. This is surreal. I mean, you opened up the, the podcast talking about how it's kind of like dreamlike. It's um, it is a surreal, surreal moment. And uh We'll get through it, everybody. And, and, I, and I've been telling everybody for the last week to start documenting things. So if you got a diary, just make little notes to yourself. I started a video diary myself. Um, this is um, historic, what we're going through right now. And we will see our way through. We're living history right now. So take it all in. Well, thank you, Mrs. Weibel. I look forward to talking to you on, I guess, later in the week, Friday. Yeah, sounds good to me. Enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck with your kids tomorrow and students. Get outside, get some fresh air, and enjoy the time that you have. Have a great week, everybody.